When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This episode of The Gays Are Revolting is brought to you by The Wine Gallery. Give the gift of a wine subscription to someone you love this Christmas. Visit thewinegallery.com.au and get $25 off your first box when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at the checkout. This episode of The Gays Are Revolting is brought to you by Koala. Koala mattresses have a removable, washable cover, keeping your mattress looking good and feeling fresh. Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. We're loving your reviews, so if you haven't already, give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, please? <laughs> you can join our Facebook group by searching The Gays Are Revolting, or follow us on Twitter, at Gays Revolting, or Instagram, at Gays Revolting Pod. All right. Hello. So we're here for another week. Hey, babies. It's my turn to read. Oh, Hello. My. <laughs> Which is secretly the only reason I rocked up. <laughs> we're so glad you're back. Yeah. Even though you are still incredibly sick and we're in a small studio with you. You're on the yeah. very far side of the studio, <laughs> yes. away from us. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy the audio pleasure of my cough. <laughs> Hacking and cough. But more importantly, let me insult everyone here today. <laughs> you said everyone, but he is looking me dead in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> so first off, we're joined by my favorite host, which is Kyle, who is like a reverse magic eye picture. And that the more you stare at him, the less interesting he actually gets. <laughs> <laughs> the next host with us has many names. You may know him as Edith Vale, Thomas Jaspers, but I think his most known name is probably Patient Zero. <laughs> it's Tom Jaspers. And of course, as me, the host whose grip on reality is probably as loose as Mikey's hole. <laughs> Um, And speaking of Mikey, he's decided not to come tonight. (laughs) Oh, Mikey. He's at home sick, I think, with like wisdom teeth problems. Mm, I heard he was throwing up. Oh, Mm. really? Oh, that poor guy. We're going to miss him so much. I just saw Mikey on Sunday at the Emerson. We had a drink or two. He was a bit sick then, but I don't think for the same reasons. (laughs) Didn't you say he threw up behind the couch and pretended it wasn't him? I'm not sure if the general public was supposed to know. Oh, well, he's not here. He should have come here. He can't defend defend himself and he should have. 
thought about that before he had teeth. Oh, <laughs> Mikey, yeah. we hope you're listening at home. I do miss Mikey. I missed you guys last week. We missed you yeah, too. Yeah, we're very chopped and changed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, there will be an episode where there's all four of us. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> With yes. our powers combined. Yeah. It's sort of like all the Aqua reunions that have happened. Oh, they've, yeah. they've not quite yet had the whole of the original Aqua back together, but yeah. soon they will. <laughs> also, side note, the uh, woman from Aqua, what was her name? Lena. 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 Mm. Did you know that she Aqua's was married to ever. both of the guys from the band? Fuck off. At separate times. Like she was Shut married up. to one of them, then divorced him, and then married gay. the other one. No, well, they're European. Wow. It's it's like you and Tom Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here. I don't know the uh, reference. Google it. Um, have you had a good week then? Uh, you know, to be honest, it's kind of been a bit shit. Like yeah. just working overtime and just so many social events and just like pretty exhausted and kind of over hard it. being Instagram famous. Oh, so how many difficult. likes are you up to? <laughs> I, lost, I mean, what are they called? I followed. lost a follower. <laughs> oh my God, did you? <laughs> how many have you got? What? Don't, why do you like shaming me no, by I'm asking me to say this? I'm actually it's, intrigued. It's like, makes me sound really douchey. No, no, it's not that I'm much. I'm asking you. It's okay. <laughs> I'm asking you. Can you just read it so I don't have to say it? Oh, you've got so many that it doesn't say <laughs> the actual number. It says 11.5K. Okay, Jesus when I read Christ. it, I don't read it in that tone. You're so arrogant. Oh, my God. Speaking of arrogant, I had one of the gayest nights of my life on Friday night. How I went to a... <laughs> well, that's saying something to me. I went to a screening of cabaret oh. uh, at, a, at a vintage theatre with the wonderful drag queen Dolly Diamond. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Dolly Diamond does this, these regular nights at the Astor Theatre where they have a musical movie showing. Before the movie, she um, does like a piano bar and they sing songs and that sort of shit and everyone sings along. And then you go in and watch the thing. And there was all the D-list Melbourne gay celebrities were there. <laughs> there was some news presenter, someone from <laughs> Australian Idol and me and Kyle Manal. <laughs> and we went in, we're watching the movie and cabaret is not the kind of movie. It's not Grease Love. Oh, I was going to say it's cabaret movie. Oh like, my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what you know are what this? Cabaret is. Liza I mean, Minnelli I know what cabaret is, is but I don't know cabaret the Liza movie. Minnelli is famous aside from her bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, we'll put that in the list of things you got to watch. Anyway, oh, cabaret really? is a okay. movie about the Weimar Republic. It's the start of World War Two. There's like this amazing sexual revolution going on, and these amazing underground clubs where all this shit's mm-hmm. going down. But they're sort of oblivious to the fact that the Nazi Party is taking over, and a whole lot of shit is happening, and it doesn't end very nicely for pretty much anyone in the movie so whilst it's camp and fun it's also a little bit depressing and not grease lightning like it's not a (laughs) sing-along kind of movie yeah so we're there watching the movie and like all these old queens so excited drag queen piano bar plus a screening of cabaret so we're all sitting there just like ready for it to start and there's all this chatter up the back of the (laughs) cinema and we're getting through the movie and kyle and i keep turning around doing (laughs) and like all the old queens all the old bears that are sitting up the front with us that are like Turning around and uh, got to the bit where she sings the song Cabaret. Now, in the movie, she's just had a back alley abortion in the 1930s. She's got no money. She's poor. She's not told her partner that she's having this abortion. Like, it's really destitute situation. And that song is like a really fucking heart-wrenching song. And it starts and these people at the back start giggling and singing along to it. And I turned around and stood up and I said, Would you shut the fuck up and let Liza Minnelli sing? And I turn around and the people that were chatting was the news reporter <gasps> and the oh. Australian Idol oh. <laughs> contestant. So, yeah. That you was just fun. like double down. So then I went out and uh, went to the peel, had a bag of ketamine and got my dick sucked. So that was nice. You know, it was a very gay Classic night. remedy for any situation. <laughs> Tag him in the comments. Oh. I will. Let's spill Ooh. the tea. I've just been sick for a week. Yeah. I've been in bed fighting tonsillitis. And really? Reconnecting with my like, spiritual Didn't we side. start off the podcast with tonsillitis? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, you had it a lot and you were Have you had your tonsils removed? You should just get them. I had mine removed I have when to, I was a kid. That's the only time I've been in a hospital. Yeah. As an adult, they've said I have to get it six more times. Oh. Well, like, six times in total oh, in a year for it to get removed. JB's offered to help me get it six more times. Hey, look, you can I'll make out this, with me I'll and I'm safe. <laughs> but JB did also point out that I was totally fucked up the first episode yeah. Uh, yeah. on tonsillitis and he had a great time listening. <laughs> so he said it's probably going to be fine. Well, But you guys uh, be the judge. Hello, listeners, and welcome to yeah. uh, the second best episode ever of The Gays Revolting. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and if you're going to be in Melbourne on the 3rd of February, don't forget to buy a ticket to The Gays Revolting Live Tickets are selling out fast. Uh, we're doing our first ever live show. It's going to be lots of fun. All four of us will be there. Yeah. We want you there. It's going to be awesome. We're doing it at... Evie's Diner Disco. Evie's Disco Diner. Diner. Evie's well Diner done, Disco. Luke. Yay. I, I got it. And the tickets are available at uh, midsummer.org.au. That's Midsummer with an A. So be there or be homophobic. Yeah. yeah. No editing. <laughs> you scared? Oh, my God. No editing. I'm no editing. So dumb. No Siggy. <laughs> Breaks. No but Luke, just as much booze. Both Sean Mendes and Hugh Jackman have come out to defend their sexuality this week. They're both straight. Um, allegedly. Sean, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> that's the whole thing. So Sean has actually felt the need to state that he is straight because there's been so much online stuff for so long about him being gay and all like gay guys and gay celebrities making jokes about it. And there's so many memes. I'm not sure if you've seen, but yeah. he's actually like had to set the record straight now and talk about how he's straight. He's been speaking about like how he's had so many problems with it and how he's perceived by the public because he's so worried that he's coming off as gay or effeminate acting. So he has to like check himself and the way he sits and the way he acts with different people, which I think is problematic. I mean, sorry to interrupt, no, but I I think he was sort of saying that he hated the fact that he was checking himself for doing that. Like he was like, I don't want to be perceived as gay. He was just like, oh, because people keep saying this, I now find myself yeah. checking on, on yes, what I'm yeah. doing. So yeah. he was just trying to like um, making like maybe more of an effort to be seen in pu- like by the paparazzi mm. with girls. Mm. He was like laying awake at night because Taylor Swift asked him if she could post like a picture of her putting makeup on his face. And he's like, yeah, that's okay. And then he was like, wow, I'm just giving like fuel to this thing. And he's like so worried about it. And yeah, it just got me thinking how gay people constantly are just like hitting on straight men and like are we fetishizing straight men? It's this common thing that gay guys are trying to straight men and it's like this whole thing of like the forbidden fruit like what they can't have <laughs> I don't know if that's what makes it hot or if it's just like straight men is the absolute kind of mask you can get yeah. so like that's what's hot about it no um, I think it's about fucking what's oppressed you yeah it's oh, a power okay. play thing like yeah. to me honestly 99% of especially white straight mm-hmm. men yeah just all look like JBs to me. Either- <laughs> this is so funny because I have a friend who keeps sending me white bearded men and he keeps saying, like, this is a buff version of you. I'm like, not every white man with the beard is me. No, <laughs> literally to me, they are either slightly yeah. more attractive JBs or slightly less attractive JBs. Yeah. Like, I didn't know this article was not about JB <laughs> until I read the name. <laughs> the thing that sets me off about this is this is someone who has a $12 million net worth. Yeah. yeah. Because I've seen a lot of defense for him on Twitter from yeah. LGBT 
Twitter mm -hmm. sphere and a lot of ridicule as well. But I think when we get caught up in the theory yeah. and the theoretical side of these argu arguments, we forget that these people have millions of fucking dollars. Yeah. And mm. they're already in a privileged place compared to most of us, certainly all of us sitting in this room. Sure, yeah. Um, that I don't want to see Chris Crocker again <laughs> telling us to leave Sean Mendes alone. <laughs> but it is interesting that he is struggling with something that I think we've been doing our whole lives yeah, until yeah, exactly. it came out. I agree. And with it's that. it's like so what to me? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no. also I feel like it's definitely a kind of bullying to him because trying from to the, force from him the to be gay. Queer community. Uh, yeah, from the queer community. <laughs> I don't know. I get look, that. I want to say first of all that Next. I definitely <laughs> don't find straight men attractive. I do not have a desire yeah. to fuck straight men. I think yeah. they would be the worst people to fuck. They don't know how to douche. First of all, <laughs> I can't take them to screenings of Liza Minnelli yeah. movies at vintage theatres. JB Secondly, does know how to douche. Just well, yeah, but do you, <laughs> Tom, do you agree that a large portion of the gay community Look, is attracted it, to straight uh, men? And like I, I think I think a large proportion of the gay community that are still coming to terms with their sexuality are attracted to straight men. Yes, yeah. But I think the majority of That's the true. older queens or the queens that have been out for a long time. Yeah. Of course, I am just talking about gay men. In this mm -hmm. instance because I know them better sexually I think that's right I, 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 think, I think it's more to do yeah. with people that are still working out and it mm -hmm. might be that attraction to yeah. in, in a nicer way of putting it than <laughs> the way that Luke put it which what did you say that we want to fuck what oppressed us <laughs> yeah well, that's why you're always fucking white men <laughs> I only fuck white men <laughs> but maybe a, another way of putting that phrase would be that guys that are still coming to terms with their sexuality if they're having sex with guys that are straight or straight acting or uh, that tell people that they're straight then they can sort of be like oh yeah I, I feel I, I'm not fully gay or I'm not mm -hmm. fully bi or whatever that, that this is just me experimenting like this guy that I'm fucking yeah. is yeah I think you evolve as a gay man as you come into your own you start being less attracted to that because you're more comfortable and you know what you want I've definitely found with myself like I've been less attracted to people who don't know what their sexuality is or coming to terms with it because it's like too much of a mind fuck and like they're not comfortable themselves mm. and I mean I, can't, I mean I know what you're saying Luke in that he's got millions of dollars and all that sort of mm. stuff but also once you got millions of dollars would you give a fuck and also these days like I yeah. kind of feel like you sell more if you are queer I kind of feel like it's probably just him going, hang on, I just feel like I have to be open and on, tell you what my sexuality yeah. is. But I am also the kind of guy that crosses his legs. That was part of the stuff that he was getting mm -hmm. criticized for was, oh, you cross your legs, you must be gay or, or yeah. attracted yeah. to men. I think he's sort of saying, no, I can still do this stuff and be attracted to women, which we're going to see more and more of as sexual and gender diversity becomes uh, more mainstream, which is a great thing. I think if that was what he was trying to say, he could have articulated it. A bit better. better. Fair enough. Um, but the Hugh Jackman thing, I think, is a far more defensive thing. And I think that's because his goes back much, much further. Was and he... I think people forget that that goes back to prior to mm. him being famous internationally because of his relationship with his wife, Deborah Lee Finesse, who's yeah. an older lady who has yeah. for a long time rumoured to be a lesbian. And oh, really? I didn't a, know that. There's, there's a very oh, old, it's very, really? their entire professional married careers, the theory. And it's like it's, it's and an arrangement. Was, I think it started pretty much as an industry theory and yeah. then sort of bled out into the real world was that, that she was his beard wow. and that they're both gay mm -hmm. and uh, that the, it was a marriage of convenience to put it yeah. in a that's way. crazy. Which I think mm -hmm. is kind of mean. Like, it's not a conventional marriage but sure, it's, it's, they seem in love. They're one of the few big name celebrities that have stayed together mm -hmm. this long. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, I thought... side note, can everyone just watch the episode of Sea Change that has Deborah <laughs> Lee Finesse in it because she's fucking amazing. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, that's right. I still don't know what Sea Change is. Moving on. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I thought 
thought I read that Hugh Jackman was pretty like comfortable. He was like, oh no, I'm not gay, but like I'm not offended by it or anything. I don't think he would be. I mean, he's yeah. I think because he's older, he's more comfortable when he knows yeah. his sexuality. I, I don't and think look, he's gay. Like maybe like, they I do think experiment. He's just a lot maybe more, they do have fun with the same sex. Yeah, they are gay, he's a lot more comfortable with his own sexuality, yeah. so he doesn't feel. But like his he needs feels to a lot more it. defensive though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I was going to. Oh, say, you don't think so? Oh, I thought that Sean Mendes seemed more defensive. I thought maybe because he was younger, so he felt like he had to explain it on like social media and all that kind of stuff. I think this was more that this was a really misguided attempt <laughs> at showing some vulnerability yeah, from right. a young yeah. artist. How old is he? And I think like early 20s probably. Yeah. yeah, right. I honestly think when when you were in a celebrity sort of role, there are downsides, you know. It, it's the price that you pay yeah. for the millions of dollars mm-hmm. and the fame is that people are going to say things about you and you have absolutely no control over what people say. Obviously... It's within reason I can look at a comment and say, well, that's clearly totally mm. out of line. Mm. But I have no empathy for, for this whatsoever. Yeah. It, it, it's honestly is getting him a lot of support from the LGBT community. Eventually, gay men are going to stop pretending to like country music. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> when, when Joanne we- fades away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keith Urban's been doing it for long enough. Oh, I just did um, the same thing that everyone's doing. But it's funny because it makes me think of that meme. I think we actually had it on our Facebook wall, but it's showing the brain activity and it's it says gaydar next to it. And, yeah. then, and then brain activity exploding saying, wish they were gaydar. JB I don't know which one it. of you posted that, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> JB gets it all the time when we're out. People yeah. will come up and be like, oh my God, I thought you were gay. And he'd say, thank you. Like, that cool, is honestly thanks. the greatest compliment. <laughs> I do great. vacuum every week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was ever in this situation with a 12 million net worth, you know, fingers crossed, if people were talking about me and thirsting after me or yeah. whatever, and maybe they're straight women, mm-hmm. let's reverse the situation yeah. and saying, oh, I bet you he's secretly straight. Right. It's a great call. I think of that saying, like, what people think of me is none of my business, but then is it different if you're a celebrity? Because it's kind of. They are still human beings. Yeah. Is the only thing I'm saying, and they, mm-hmm. they're constantly bombarded with these messages on social media and in public and that sort of stuff. And I, it, it, look, if it's him thinking that there's something bad about being associated with the gay community, then that's fucked. If it's him just trying to clear the air of the situation, then I kind of get it. Like you would just sort of want to be like, I don't hate gay people, but mm-hmm. I'm just not one of them. In yeah. the same way that, that JB yeah. would say thank I, you, but I'm not. I still think that's more articulate and to the point yes, well, than I'm, this entire I'm article. Well, <laughs> you know what, guys? When we get a few more koala ads, <laughs> we're all going to have to face this problem. So get used Absolutely. to it. Koala, you say? I hear that's a good mattress. <laughs> you know, they do wonderful mattresses. <laughs> Tom, you already said that you don't find straight men attractive. No, I what? mean, sometimes I'll see a straight guy well, yeah, and be I mean, like, oh, you're not he's attractive. a physically hot person, you don't but I'm not like, oh, I want to go fuck the straight guy. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that, Luke? Like, are you attractive? To straight guys like I was saying that in my mind everyone is gay until they prove <laughs> you see, I to think me, that's what we were just talking about <laughs> until they prove to me otherwise yeah I consider them gay and they can prove it to me by dying happily in a married relationship at 46 or whenever normal people die I don't, <laughs> don't know when die. that is um, or by not cracking a boner oh after making out with me but to me honestly I just see so many white people and they do just all look like JB. I'm not Racial. really <laughs> that attracted to it. So you're not and attracted to JB? I'm attracted by a sense of humor. Yeah. And straight people don't have senses of humor as far as <laughs> I've encountered. Oh, so I oh, haven't shots fired. I haven't really crushed on a straight person ever. But I, I understand that it's a fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same way as fucking a dragon. Or, or is that a, is that a thing people want? Or a drag oh, absolutely. A drag queen? 
Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's yeah. like living a fantasy. Oh, the coach is yeah. getting me to... So, you know, yeah. it's that it's kind like the of whole, thing. I get yeah, it. I a mean, lot of people have sat through some serious counseling <laughs> sessions after the coaches got me into the, Yeah, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what about you? I mean, your what? boyfriend practically is a straight guy. Yeah, I think it's hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't really feel like a need. Like, obviously, I'm physically attracted. I'm like, that person is beautiful mm-hmm. to look at. But I wouldn't pursue something or like actively flirt with a straight guy. It's just a complete dead end. Like I don't see why I would make yeah, you just oh my god, the amount of time. it's just like like you just see this really just people just very aggressively. They don't flirting. know how to give hair <laughs> and they don't clean behind the foreskin. Oh, it's, oh so much work. So, we had a, quite a bit of a chat about politics last week. Yay. And I don't want to bang on about it. Sorry, Carl. You can have a nap in the corner if you like. Um, one thing I will just point out, though, is that someone, one of our international listeners messaged us on oh, really? uh, Facebook in the group <gasps> because we kept referring to ourselves as Victorians. And oh, that's the thing. <laughs> the Victorian and she said, era. oh, I, I, I keep imagining people people on penny farthings in old... <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's, so Mel- that's basically an side on the Melbourne. Yeah, I've, honest, never, like- I've never thought of Victorians <laughs> sounding like Victorian times. Yeah people but um, no we are actual real life people that live in the current time <laughs> Tom's uh, wearing pantaloons right now <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so we had the state election we talked about the upcoming state election in the last episode we've had the state election the results have nearly finished coming out some of the seats are incredibly close and they're still counting some of them but the very exciting news is that there was a huge swing in fact bigger than pretty much anyone was predicting towards the Labour Party which is the more liberal party as yep. opposed to the liberal party who are quite conservative it's so confusing <laughs> it's very confusing Yep. So, Luke, you went here for our chat last week. Nope. <laughs> were you were you following the state election much? Well, I voted. Like, it's a bit surprising, but I'm not a very political person. I keep it on a need-to-know basis. Like, I follow a lot of the LGBTQIA plus side of the campaigns and the people that are running, mm-hmm. but I don't deep dive into it. I don't get balls deep into politics mm-hmm. because... Just into white men with beards. Yeah. <laughs> I realized, like, with my limited mental capacities, I could either remember the names of the 151 Pokemon or I could understand politics. Mm. What yeah. I'm going to do is a little graph. I'm going to study Pokemon and I'm going to tell you which Pokemon <laughs> relates to Oh, that to would be which, very helpful to me as well. <laughs> which politician. And I'm gonna, actually, I'll put it in the group. That's Oh, fine. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. it was good news, basically, if the, if the two things that you follow are those things. And the interesting thing is that at a federal level now, the government is freaking out. So we've got a liberal government in. They've been in for a little while now. Things weren't looking great for them because they did change their leader twice. But they now are really freaking out because the results in the state election went so far left and in seats that were traditionally for many, many, many years, decades, Absolutely. have been held mm. by the Liberal Party. The Prime Minister called in um, a whole lot of the Victorian politicians and said, what did we do wrong? Where are we going wrong? They've had big meetings with all their federal politicians. Kelly O'Dwyer, who is one of the Liberal uh, politicians, was quoted as saying in one of these meetings that there is a perception that the Liberal Party are homophobic, anti-women and and climate change deniers. And what I love about that is that their only concern is that there is a perception of those things because they are undoubtedly <laughs> anti-LGBTI, yeah, anti-immigration, yeah. anti-women. I even know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of those things. Uh, just to put into context on the, on the queer side, this is the party that abolished funding for safe schools, which was the program that was set up to protect queer kids from bullying, which, if you actually read it, is a fucking fantastic program and was voted down by a whole lot of people that admitted to not even having read it. They orchestrated an incredibly 
deeply damaging and unnecessary plebiscite or postal vote that unleashed a hate campaign against the LGBTI community. <laughs> that old um, the, Yeah. <laughs> the Prime Minister said that gay conversion therapy wasn't a huge issue for him, like as in banning it isn't really a big priority for him and that people doing it isn't a huge concern for him. Uh, the young liberals have called for laws allowing doctors to cancel people out of same-sex attraction. And uh, just yesterday, liberal senators backflipped on their promise to protect LGBTI students from discrimination. Anyway, you know. so I just think it's incredible that they are sitting in meetings going, oh, we've got a problem because we're being perceived as these sorts of things. Yeah. Their other concerns are that certain extreme right members in the party have taken a little bit too much control. No fucking shit. You've got Corey <laughs> Bernardi, who is yeah. a Jesus freak. And, you know, I have full <laughs> respect for people that want to practice religion, but this guy as long as you're not is, a Jesus a, freak. <laughs> is a nutter. Like, yeah, he yeah. is old school, brimstone and fire kind of religion. Oh, like someone yelling on the corner dick- in the city. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he wasn't in, in the government, he would be standing on the Cherry corner Bruce. of Flinders Street and Swanson Street yelling shit out with a sandwich board. And he's the kind of person that has been leading the party on these kind of opinions. Mm. And now, all of a sudden, they're concerned that they might be perceived as all of these things. And the... Sorry, I'm going on a tirade and I will let you no, talk in ahead. a second. But the anti-women <laughs> thing, really, that they don't think that they're anti-women. And the fact that Kelly O'Dwyer is the one that's saying this speaks volumes, I think. She knows what her party stands for and she is keeping her lips shut and she should be pulled up on that. We've seen in the last few days the Green Senator, Sarah Hansen-Young, has gone on a huge tirade against the Liberal government for the intense misogyny and, again, specifically directed at Cory Bernardi as well as other uh, members of the Liberal Party for their ongoing awful behaviour in Parliament towards herself and other women. We even saw Julia Banks, a member of the Liberal Party, quit the party. So they lost a seat, which meant they lost the majority when they lost Malcolm Turnbull. So when he resigned and it went to a by-election, Dr. Karen Phelps uh, won the seat of Wentworth, which is an independent. So they they actually lost majority then. But then it got even more embarrassing when they lost Julia Banks, uh, who has resigned because of these extreme right-wing things. I'm sorry, but the good news is I didn't realise I was going to do this. There's good news. There is good news. The good news is Victoria, the state government, is incredibly left-wing. It's the most progressive liberal government that we've ever had, has won overwhelmingly and in seats that are, as I said, traditionally incredibly liberal seats for many, many years. And the government is actually looking at that and going, we're actually fucked. And the liberal, the Labour federal government is looking at and going, yeah, we need to stick to our guns and really stick with these left-wing Labour values that we have mm. because that's what's going to win us the next election. And so I think that things are looking good for the next federal election. But which Pokemon? <laughs> what's that? your In least favourite you Pokemon? Sum it up. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason why the word perceives is like so potent. In this sort of discussion is because a lot of these tactics and a lot of the hate that they spread is meant to be subliminal. Subliminal, yes. Subliminal. (laughs) um, In that the general public is not supposed to perceive that they are being led to feel a Mm. certain way. I've noticed, at least just from casually skimming news articles, that there's been a sort of skew away from the G and LGBT Mm, by these parties, and it's firmly targeting T at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that ties into all of this, of that perception. We won Absolutely. that post I don't know if you saw that um, lobbying uh, group yeah, exactly. that changed. They were an anti-marriage equality lobbying group. They're now an anti-trans rights Really? So they just group. want to hate They're something. like, oh, we lost that They're one. like, oh, well, yeah. like, let's go on to the we next We lost thing. that yeah. one. We're moving on to the next <laughs> thing. Sorry. Yeah. Going. So they've basically changed their name from like the anti 
marriage equality party to a binary, I think they're yes. called now. Binary. binary. And they're sort of advocating for removing any trans education from schools and things like that. But it is that attitude of we lost that battle. So let's move on to the next one. And the it's next all most marginalized person. Yeah, which yeah. is the trans community. And they want to do it in a very under the surface mm. way. We're not meant to perceive. Yeah. No. And that's what the whole argument of I don't hate gay people. I just think marriage is a different like that whole thing. And Tom I sort of touched sin. on it. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> oh what God. Tom was touching on last week. Of don't hate the sin, hate the sin. It's like no, fuck you. Yeah. And I think that's what the Liberal Party are so concerned about mm. is we have voted in a way that shows we see. Yes, and I where think your values the are. Victorian Labor government is very transparent in where their values lie. They're not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes, which I think people have responded well to, which is yeah. exciting. Mm. And there's a lot of goofy parties out there. You, did you vote? Yes, did you s- I voted for the first time. But did you know? Yay, thank you. Did I you know did all the parties on that ballot? I did Because there's like, <laughs> you know, you could vote for Farmers Australia. Like, yeah. And they have names that make you think that you're voting for something. Yes, something. yeah. Because like, I saw that, that article and it was like showing what the names really mean and like yeah. what they stand for and stuff because like yeah. they mislead the, you that could, They could be a political party called like Fun Party Time Party. Oh, they sound good. I'm going to vote for them. Yeah, and they actually stand for like the killing of children. Yeah. And, oh, well, a bit less now. Isn't the, one of the farmers ones is actually oh, it's just gun control? It's just yeah, about exactly. Getting rid of our gun control laws. Really? Actually, yeah. Because you look at that and you go like, oh, of course, farmers. farmers I want to help the farmers. Farmers yeah. are nice I put people. That is my third preference Dating, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> one thing I will say, which I don't think has been talked a lot about in the media, but I think we should give ourselves a fucking pat on the back. And maybe there's a s- another silver lining to the marriage equality poster mm-hmm. vote. So for our international listeners, voting is compulsory in Australia, but you have to be on the electoral roll. And I can't remember the exact amount of time you have in which to get on the electoral roll after you turn 18, but there is sort of... Oh, a, well, apparently a, a lot of time. <laughs> you've only just voted. But we had... They got um, me with the plebiscite. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. We had yeah. uh, hundreds of thousands of people enroll for the... For the yeah, postal, so that's when in I In order enrolled. to vote in the postal yeah. vote for marriage equality, you had to be on the electoral roll, mm-hmm. which meant you had to register for it. So lots of young people enrolled way earlier than they usually do, yeah. which meant that they then were... Had to vote c- this. Compli- yeah, yes. they had to vote for the <laughs> state election. And when we're looking at seats, some of those seats that are traditionally liberal seats that are still being counted are literally down to a few dozen... The difference is a few dozen mm. seats. Wow. So when you're looking at hundreds of thousands of people that are enrolled, you've yeah. got to yeah. recognise the fact that that had an impact. That's yeah, going to have had totally. a huge impact on I those seats. That for sure. Which is great because the Liberal Party made us do it in the first place. <laughs> and that's really going to fuck them over at the federal <laughs> Thanks, election. Liberal Party. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my birthday is coming up next week. That's true. Oh, but more importantly, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> well, you're Christ as far as I'm concerned. All the best things in life, I think, come in bottles. Amel, messages, <laughs> and wine. Yeah. Messages. That checks out with your age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why not give a good friend a nice yeah. little package this Christmas in a bottle? I love a good package in a bottle. <laughs> I feel like that'd be painful. You know, my tradition every Christmas... Christmas is just giving someone their own self-portrait made out of macaroni and <laughs> a few strands of my pubic hair. But I think this year I'm going to mix it up and yeah. actually get people something they can use and get drunk off of. Oh, okay. <laughs> just not the stench of your pubic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Other than my pubic hair. <laughs> so giving. If you're stuck for a gift idea, visit thewinegallery.com.au and get $25 off your first box when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. So you know sometimes when like... 
you're just getting it on, you're having a good time, and you accidentally knock over your bottle of Amol. Yes. Uh-huh. And then your bed just reeks of it, and yes. then there's a big stain. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're lucky enough, and you have a koala mattress, you don't have to worry about that. Because you can wash them, can't you? Yes, you can. You, just you can unzip, unzip it. Oh, wow. And it doesn't matter if it, it could be a bottle of Amol, yep. it might be some sort of bodily fluid That's if you're Luke. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. can unzip the whole thing and pop it in yeah. the washing machine. In the wash, and she's good you're to referring go. to tears, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we need to talk about your sex life, darling. Oh, no. It is not. <laughs> we all know there's a whole lot of sinning going on in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and exorcisms are so expensive nowadays. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. So and it is actually more the yeah. <laughs> and problematic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really convenient to have a mattress that you can actually wash. Yeah, yeah that's really something. That's and I can finally <laughs> remove the exorcist from my seat. It's and it's <laughs> the best part about this is it's yeah. not so embarrassing when you move house and you have to get the Oh my god. The removalist to pick up that mattress that has yeah, the stains right in the middle of <laughs> yeah. the bed. In like a, a human that. shaped stain. <laughs> when you've had your late night wanks and you're too lazy to clean it up. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I wanted to get back on my high horse for a little bit. Who wants, <laughs> to, who wants to indulge me? I'll give you a foot up. Yeah, because oh. something's happened in the world of racism. Ooh, what? That never happened. The spooky yuki world of In 2018? Racism. No. Who would have thunk? But it's a bigger name, surprise, surprise. Um, bigger than Trump? <laughs> this goes into my category of why do people have phones and who is not taking these phones away from people. But there has been oh. some drama. Conflama. Conflama <laughs> with Dolce & Gabbana. Oh, yes! Yes, yes! Mama! Yes! Tell me more. Say it like three times faster. <laughs> so people sent this to me a lot over the last week, mainly because it might... It's, it's like Asian heritage or whatever, but yeah. Dolce & Gabbana were planning to do a show in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually specifically meant to target the Chinese demographic mm. and, and show this sort of fusion yeah. that we live in now and all of those kind of things. Of course, they royally fucked it up. <laughs> 
and published a number of little short fashion films advertising it, which if you haven't seen them, it's basically a, a Chinese woman struggling to eat Western foods with chopsticks. Yes, While right. a voiceover <laughs> makes a lot of sexual innuendos about big dicks. Yeah, it's um, too big. <laughs> to really double down on that Asian stereotype. Wow. Yeah, that's like so bad. That would be enough in and of itself to be kind of a thing yeah. worth being upset well, it about. it was a bit of a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but then it doubled down yeah. because these yeah. messages started to leak. And I pray to God this never happens to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But someone basically screenshotted a number of conversations with one of the uh, co-founders of the label, Stefano Gabbana. I'm Asian, I don't do well with these. The ads <laughs> were right with these in- Italian names. Um, basically, with a lot of really awful racial slurs in there, dog eaters, oh. you know, dirty Chinese, those kind of things. And yeah, sorry, that one of the founders of Dolce & Gabbana was, said that. Yeah. Yeah, because like, they're really known for being like crazy outspoken, right? Well, they've been in the news a couple like of a times for some yeah. outdated views. And sorry, who was, who was the co-founder of Dolce & Gabbana sending this to? It was people that were commenting back uh, because basically workers started to mm-hmm. protest. Basically yeah, didn't they, can- they cancel the show because they couldn't? Ultimately, yeah. they had to cancel the yeah. entire thing. Yeah, I'm not thing. fucking surprised. And my favorite part of this story and my favorite thing, mm-hmm. because I've done this before in the past, is they posted on Instagram that they both accounts, the official yeah. Dolce & Gabbana account uh-huh. and Stefano's account, had both simultaneously oh, been wow. hacked. Oh, um, that, and this the was Christopher <laughs> Pine argument. Oh, wow. So it was not him specifically saying Guys, this. Guys, he's a victim here. And that someone had purposefully gone in and messaged these specific people with About some very really things related hateful to things. things. Yeah, and that's my favorite thing. That hacker has gone beyond. It, it highlighted to me, like you said, they've been in the news before. Mm-hmm. In the past, they caused some controversy by saying they didn't support same-sex marriage or, yeah. well, same-sex Was it the families parents. thing? They were saying, yeah, family is like the only family is a traditional right. family. Yeah, that they didn't think that two men could be suitable parents for children. Yeah. At what point do we stop supporting? You know, we live in cancelled yeah. culture. At what point do we say, even with these big established names like Dolce & Gabbana, yeah. what point do we say they're cancelled? Now. Is it now? <laughs> Why is this so, a yeah. question? I mean, look, I'll be honest. I'm sorry. I feel bad that I didn't know about this story in full. I knew about those videos. I didn't know about the messages that were leaked after the videos. Why has no one said to them, I will continue to do your social media if you give me your phone and I'll give you a Nokia? Yeah. That's very and weird. It's the, same like as, the whole as Trump as thing. Like, yeah, why Trump. are they allowed to run their How own the social media no when one... they just completely yeah. fuck it up? I don't know how no one has taken Donald Trump's phone off. It, how? It's it insane. I have um, three shots and people take my phone off. Yeah. They, they know if immediately. I posted <laughs> any of this stuff, I would just be fired from my job. Like, I don't it's know. Ridiculous. It's weird. Anyway. Also, Dolce & Gabbana are actually fucking high. I don't like their clothes anyway. So maybe that's also why I'm not engaged in this. I find it quite gaudy and tacky and hideous. And yeah. look. Yes, I own a few rip curl <laughs> t-shirts, but also I, you know, I know how to dress nice. And I, there's very few people that Dolce and Gabbana looks good on now. Like I know they used to be iconic and stuff, but do you really feel like it's a big? I don't. I know no. it's big in the fashion world, but in yeah. real day to day queer. And life, also, I think to screw over their Asian market, which I'm sure is a very, very, very large portion of, of their money. Yeah. yeah, it's so stupid. I, but I don't. I think I think the con- the concern shouldn't be so much. Oh, how stupid to fuck over your Asian market. I think it's. 
It's just You're really just fucked. <laughs> you've got these opinions, especially someone that's obviously seen the world. It's not like some redneck Southern American, yeah, Italian people. Never seen, Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. it's someone that runs a major company that's traveled the world and knows the world. Yeah. yeah, I always find it interesting to think of who gets a free pass and who doesn't. Mm. It feels like with the gay people don't make good parents. Mm-hmm. It kind of got forgotten, and we gave them a free pass. Although I didn't really Elton know about John that until I was reading about this. I vaguely remember that, but it was in the middle of such a big shitstorm of anti-gay stuff that I was like, uh, I've forgotten about it. I just wonder, when do we deem something cancelled? Uh, and I've yeah. seen much smaller names yeah. deemed cancelled immediately for sure, much less. Yeah. And then huge corporations doing things like this. Mm-hmm. And we go, mm, mm, yeah. but I still like that collection or it's whatever. It's a good question, yeah. This is like more of a race question, but I think it ties into some stuff totally. that's said about LGBT. LGBT people in the past. Mm. Fashion is so important to a yeah. lot of the gay community. Is is that that's why we don't wear Dolce and Gabbana? <laughs> but but that's my point. I'm trying to yeah. make like, is it still is Dolce and Gabbana still relevant in the actual gay community? Like I know our idea of like 90s <laughs> successful gay man is is got Dolce and Gabbana. But do you know any gay men that actually mm. wear Dolce and Gabbana? I don't. Uh, that's for sure. I've, I've seen I've it got on Instagram <laughs> and Labana that I've picked up on yeah. in Bali. But that's. <laughs> Do you think like label gaze is a thing? Label? Oh, label gaze oh, is definitely a like thing. Like influence, like I feel like it's always those like influencer teens who are like wearing slides and like. Really, but they're still like, not wearing. really young people yeah. with really expensive clothes. Totally. But are they wearing Dolce & Gabbana? They're wearing like all the brands. Like, I feel like Dolce & Gabbana is like old yeah. ladies now, isn't it? Isn't like mm. Melania Trump? Isn't yeah, yeah, because yeah, when they supported Melania Trump and that was a whole other thing as well. Absolutely. Well, I'm just wondering Here's if- me trying to make my way through a fashion segment, by the way. I have no idea. <laughs> he just popped in from City Beach. <laughs> but I do- From Big City Chick. <laughs> I'm going down to Miller's later with my discount card. Oh. Um, but the main thing that blows my mind is how few people know this even happens. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, and would potentially continue to support- was this? Yeah, how was it? It was like last week oh, wow. I started getting messages about it. I only heard about it yesterday. Yeah, it's just- not a huge story mm-hmm. and it's not a huge deal and, and it I think, should be a much bigger deal yeah well I think being racist to Asian people is mm-hmm. not really like hot take from me but you I think yeah. I don't think people consider that a really huge deal I've just known from my own personal experiences in the past it's still acceptable to kind of get away with a few Asian jokes and yeah, quote unquote sure, yeah. polite yeah. company mm-hmm. but yeah, we had crazy rich Asians yeah, or whatever say, what about yeah. the crazy rich like, Asians we're making some real strides in our community <laughs> <laughs> at the moment that it just kind of boggles my mind that the dog eating that's I've so bad fair lot of dog eating comments throughout my life and what does it, it taste like yeah it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> a dog bit me when I was a kid and I got rabies. and you were like well who's the bitch now <laughs> no I I got rabies from it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, that's why you're always rabies. actual rabies. Ah, it was in the that's Philippines. That's why you're always frothing at the mouth. And I almost died from it. And then we ate. When it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a very good story the other day that I wanted to share with you guys. It's sort of doing the rounds. Oh, I think I saw you. I, I, oh, that's your cabaret story. <laughs> Get in your content. Um, <laughs> so there's a guy in the UK, not gay or anything like that. Okay, that I got arrested. <laughs> And uh, got searched for drugs. I think they can. I don't. They must be able to do spot <gasps> searches or anything. Oh my god! Search. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah. So he gets arrested. He's like bragging about having drugs, oh and gets arrested. God. They do a strip search, and obviously <laughs> uh, they do very detailed strip searches. What? in the UK? <laughs> because he 
he peels his foreskin back. What and- kind of strip search is this? And there's a giant bag of coke under his foreskin. A giant yeah. bag. Bag of coke. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm, which I'm so impressed. It's like fucking fitted bed sheets. Have you bought like- coke in the UK before? <laughs> Oh my god, it's so much cheaper in the bags. Okay, it's so much bigger. All, I'm going on a tangent. I'm not <laughs> okay. Fucking amazing, first of all. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> well, there's sure. a whole spot I haven't explored before. I have hidden stuff under my tongue, up my <laughs> butt. You know, I've done everything to get into all sorts of different parties, but I've never tried hiding it under my foreskin. And then I thought, I feel sorry for the guys <laughs> that don't have foreskins. Okay, so I'm right, I'm I want to have a chat, <laughs> cut or uncut. I know we've touched on it before, but I want to go more in depth. Yeah, some of us show me on the. Doorway. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, first of all, should we just say what we are? I think everyone knows what we are. I think I've talked about my foreskin. I think I've talked before. about my foreskin. Luke won't <laughs> shut up about his foreskin. You <laughs> can wrap the entire thing around a Monte Carlo business. My God. You're uncut, Kyle? Uh, negative. You're cut. Yes. That's right. I did know that about you. Mikey's, just, Mikey's not here, but he's uncut. Uncut. And what a dick. Uh, for anyone that missed the episode uh, where yeah. we shared each other's dick pics with each other, it's like a fucking baby. I always bag. forget we did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I've a got a baby's yours. arm holding an apple. Yeah. Yours is burnt into my brain. Like. You know, I was thinking about it while you were talking and realized, like, in all of my exploits, I think I've only ever encountered two cut penises. Are you wow. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Which I thought was strange, but then I also thought, like, I'm like borderline. ADHD, like I have a very short attention span. Mm. So anything extra you can chuck onto a penis to keep me entertained. entertained yeah. You've got to put it on it's there. It's like so a cat with a toy. I need a dazzle. foreskin. It needs to have a little bell. It needs to make some sort of noise. I prefer uncut because it just gives me something yeah. extra to, play with. to do. Otherwise, I just start do thinking about something Kyle else. I th- okay, um, it's my personal belief that <laughs> I think everyone prefers what they have. Yeah. I'd say well, the opposite. No. Really? I've always said like people, mix it up, like- people want what their dads don't fuck. <laughs> so if your dad's got it. So it's men. like the opposite of your whatever your mum is. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of only recent news to me that most people in Australia aren't. Yeah, so I've done some research. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead with your so, uh, facts under, are facts. Under, <laughs> uh, facts are facts. Uh, in Australia, people under the age of 30, 32% of them are circumcised. And that number yeah. is rapidly dropping because so many people, the reason that they circumcise their children is that they wanted their kids' dick to look like their dad's. Oh, my, I which think is that- fucked. I think that's that, that, but that is genuinely they surveyed people why did you circumcise your kid and there's all you know some people yeah. said oh hi Gene or whatever one of the most common answers was because I want it to look like his dad's which yep. well, my mother is a nurse and she said that that's what a lot of her friends and a lot of the patients would say oh yeah I want it to look like his dad's yeah. but now that so many adult men are having children and the, the adult men have non-circumcised penises it's hereditary is that what you mean? No, it's well, just you're sort not of born like with it. if you've not had a little bit of your dick cut off, you would think it's a completely absurd and barbaric thing to do to your yeah. newborn baby. Mm. Whereas if you've had it done, you'd be like, oh yeah, well that's what I had done. But I'm yeah. confused because doesn't your dad like make crystals and live in a no, like make, make a- crystals? But my dad is quite spiritual, holistic, and <laughs> yeah. Whereas Luke is yeah, holistic. But he, he never. I think he he more started be- believing that later on in life. Like right. he became that like before he, used to be. he chopped your foreskin. <laughs> he didn't personally do it, to my knowledge. But <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Um, but yeah, that's, that's so the thing. Though someone such- did. Like that's weird. Think about it. Some some person adult chopped off. When you were a little baby, chopped off. Look, personally, as far as sex goes, I'm just happy to get it. I don't care uh, if it's cut or uncut. I genuinely don't have a, a, a preference sexually. 
But I do think, and the, and as I've gotten older and thought mm-hmm. about it more, I think it is absolutely fucked that yeah. it is just culturally never, acceptable to chop a piece of a child's I've penis off. I've never given it that much thought, but I've always, I guess, you grow up with what you know. Growing up, you've always kind of think what you have is good, and I'm still in that mentality, and like, gr- I grew up thinking like, oh, what I have is, it's like cleaner. I'm not saying I'm correct, but like, that's what I was thinking no. growing up, and because I was always led to believe that people with like foreskins like have to do a whole lot extra cleaning, and you can get like dirtier, and like, because you have to pull stuff back. And <laughs> That is definitely, uh, so I, as I said, I did some research yeah. and I, I called mum today. Oh, you called your mum? I called my mum and I was like, so I know that I'm uncircumcised, obviously. Yeah, I was like, like oh, I want to know why. About dick, yeah, I want to know specifically why you made that decision. Like, yeah. I, I've never asked you why. She had told me previously that you know there was a lot of conversation about it mm-hmm. at the time that I was born in Australia, and that's when a lot of people started changing their mind about it. Yeah. But she said that she was like, "Why would I do it?" She said, yeah. "There's no scientific or medical reasons to do it." She said there was she had no religious reasons that she should do it. Mm-hmm. The myth of it, the hygiene. Well, it's not a, a myth. Back in the days when people were showering once a month or in a lake in medieval Mm -hmm. times, yeah, that might have made a little bit of sense. But we should all be showering once a day and it's not that hard to pull it back and put a bit of soap on there. Well, that said, I do think keeping it clean is an important part of having a foreskin. I have definitely dated people in the past and I was like, oh, nope, not going near that. You need to like fucking get in that shower because there is a... But also like, I don't want to... Rim your asshole if you haven't yeah, had a shower true. either. Like you just gotta be hygienic, but that's just not a reason to chop hygiene. a piece. Like I don't want someone chopping off my asshole because it's not clean. You know. I think I feel like I've seen more scary dicks that are uncircumcised. Really? Because, yeah, so for I've sure. Seen so many mutilated dicks where it's gone I've wrong. Seen, like, and that's the other yeah. thing that Mum was saying was if you circumcise a dick there is so much that can go wrong really? and it can be too tight and it can look pretty munted and you can have to have stitches I've sort of seen stuff. like uncircumcised dicks and then it looks too tight and it looks like it's been strangled so and that is scary the, that was like, the thing I wanted to get to yeah. was that there is um, non-retractable foreskins where the uh, foreskin is too tight where the skin hasn't grown enough yeah, that's good. Um, and the penis has grown and the and it is, is actually too tight mm-hmm. to pull back now for anyone listening that has this and this is serious and I'm not gonna do a punchline in a second <laughs> I have talked about this before but I feel strongly about it um, th- I, I have dated a couple of guys that have had non-retractable foreskins that um, went through the p- process of it because they had never spoken to anyone they hadn't even talked to their parents about it yeah. and so I was like talk to my mum she's a nurse she told them what to do they got it fixed and both of them mm-hmm. are like thank Christ I yeah. got that done it was nowhere near as hard as it as I thought it was so going to be. So they get it corrected. They still have foreskin as adults, but it's, um, yeah. it's it's sort of like a I think what they call a I think it's called a dorsal circumcision. Oh, yeah, is the term for it, where it's sort of a half circumcision, or it depends how how oh. tired it is. You, it, yeah. it, sometimes it have to be done right down to the base. I just do what to I the do. base. Sorry, to the, the base You're of like the head. Flaying <laughs> someone's dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm not going to show anything. But it's <laughs> that not that, like, it's not like that hard. And they'll put you Whoa. on drugs and stop you getting hard while it recovers, <laughs> oh so you don't have to worry God. about getting hard and cracking the the. Stitches and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> but for anyone else, even. I just think, what the fuck? Like, if so, say circumcisions had never been tradition, mm-hmm. and we're never part of religion, all that bullshit, yeah. and someone just one day was like, "Hey, uh, I'm just gonna chop the tip of my kid's <laughs> dick off." We'd all be like, "Why the fuck are you doing that? That's a really bad idea." Psychopath. Don't, don't 
chop the end of but your also, kid's dick off. How does it fit into religion? Like, what makes it religious? Like, children need their dicks changed. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, Catholics. Heaven. Could, what? The foreskin goes the to foreskin heaven. Goes I don't know. There is so like there's like a <laughs> choir of foreskin singing in heaven when you get there. Yes. <laughs> Maybe, you know, like how all the angels have those hoods on? <laughs> no, Maybe that's where they come from. <laughs> oh my God. For me, I always try to. This is like way too much information. <laughs> but especially if I know I'm about to have sex, I always try to get hard when I'm cleaning myself in the mm-hmm. shower so I can fully oh, retract. I do and naturally. It's like, yeah, I just someone's do. touching yeah. it, even if it's me. If it's but like, if I'm having a shower that morning, yeah, and I yeah. think I'm going to get laid that night, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure I'm fully clean, like it's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because the worst thing you want is like having a mouthful of cheese. Oh fuck! Absolutely. Stop it. Spitting Lucas, it out like a Lucas Aid. Stop it. <laughs> I, I mean, think for people that don't regularly clean before sex, think of it this way: like you're expecting someone to put that in your mouth. Would you carry a knife and fork around in your undies all day and then invite someone over for dinner and be like, here's your knife and fork? Yeah. I mean, I do. No, you'd wash it. <laughs> yeah. Would you steal a Would you steal meal? a car? Would you download <laughs> a DVD? <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to see you all. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Don't forget to get fucking tickets to our show on the 3rd of February at midsummer.org.au. We have a Facebook event. Get on our page. Invite your friends. Share it. Get your families there. It'll be not safe for them to hear (laughs) but bring them anyway bring Bring grandma and And as we mentioned earlier don't forget to join our Facebook group by searching the gays are revolting or follow us on Twitter at gays revolting or Instagram at gays revolting pod and also my favourite thing is you guys sharing our show in your Instagram stories you do love attention I love that (laughs) because it shows you that I've seen it and I want you to (laughs) all of you know that I'm watching and I personally (laughs) stalk every single one yeah so please continue to do that it's really nice and we tend to post them ourselves if you leave a funny comment in there and I'm just going to read out this really nice one that we got on iTunes it's from Wormsome it says my besties love these guys they feel like the fabulous gay besties I've always wanted they keep me hanging every week for a new episode really good listening you're not wrong there (laughs) careful what you wish for (laughs) (laughs) so be like her or him or they thanks so much for listening everyone we'll see you next week we'll see you next week hopefully all four of us with Mikey (laughs) bye bye (laughs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.